This podcast was created as a podcast for the module COM at work from the Department of Communication Science at the University of Twente. everybody and thank you for tuning in to our podcast about our insights into the communication career paths as communication science students at the University of Twente. First of all, just to give you a little bit of an idea of who we are, uh, my name is Marie. I'm Dominique. And yeah, we're both third year communication science students at the University of Twente. And yeah, we just want to give you a bit of an insight about uh, our experience yes. as communication science students as well as our future plans with that yeah especially if you're a young student you're maybe starting your bachelor at the at the communication science study at the university of twente and at least for us when we started this study we did not really know what we wanted to do mm -hmm. and also didn't know really about the opportunities and right. this module really helped us to gain some insight into the future field so we would like to share that uh, with the future students, as well as with the alumni uh, that we interviewed and that really helped us uh, for this podcast. Yeah, so you've already kind of mentioned our past module. Um, so just to give you a little bit of an insight into that, our past module was called Comet Work and it basically helped us to explore potential future work fields and also figure out what areas within that world uh, work field might best fit our own interests, but also our skill set. Yes, definitely. And we found it out through a number of things. We did a lot. Mm -hmm. We visited many companies. We interviewed COM alumni. Uh, also, we discovered the needed skills for the future field and we found out which skills we currently possess by uh, conducting a survey between our close ones. Um, and after that, we did some cue sorting to find out whether our own perception of our skills are actually in line with the way our close ones perceive it and with the skills that are needed in the future field. Yeah, so basically, just to give an idea how we will specifically address that, um, within this podcast, we want to share with you what we did, um, also the lessons that we learned from that, uh, our current view from yeah of the professional of our professional fields, and also how our view might have changed uh, after mm. and before the module, and just some general takeaways that stood out the most to us. So just to jump into the first category, um, like I already mentioned, we first interviewed a couple of alumni um, and we just kind of want to share with you what our main findings about that were. What, how and why from the alumni? So yeah, we were tasked with conducting two interviews with communication science alumni of the University of Twente um, to get some insight into the different professional fields that are accessible to us um, with a communication science degree. Um, first off, we want to start by introducing our alumni. Um, my first alumni was called Lisa Out of Levering, and she's the team lead of marketing at iSync. And my second alumni was Charis Heising, who's uh, the owner of Cooley Collective, and she's very much involved in marketing, content, and concept development services. Um, I actually specifically chose those alumni because I find the field of digital marketing and creative marketing, content marketing, as well as branding 
um, really interesting and really something that I could potentially see myself pursuing in the future as well. Um, so yeah, based on that, I chose these alumni to get some more insights into the specifics of those work fields. Um, Dominique, what about you? What were your alumni? Yeah, I also tried to to choose a good fit for me because I feel it's really valuable to talk with alumni that are already in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am mostly interested in the media world and I'm also quite entrepreneurial. Yeah. So I really liked uh, to interview Kim Scholte van der Bast because she has her own communication company mm-hmm. and I might be willing to do that in the future as well. And I also interviewed Esther van der Ven, and she's a data analyst at BNF Vara, which fits quite with my interest in the media world. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did those interviews uh, because we wanted to establish a general idea of the professional field, as well as the employee's task within that field. So mm-hmm. how will our future look like? And we wanted to do this to focus interviews in the interviews on how different professionals organize their work exactly. And also, especially with regard to 21st century skills. So which skills are needed nowadays to succeed in the field, such as flexibility. And we wanted to learn this um, because we wanted to learn more about the motivations of the different professionals behind choosing their field of work. And Mm -hmm. then so we could tell if that would fit with our interests. Yeah. um, So to give you a little bit of an insight into our most prominent findings within our interviews, we actually both chose two quotes that to us were, yes, Yes. just stood out from those interviews. Um, And my first quote was from Charis Heising, who said, I think it is important to also work data driven. It's very nice to get caught up in the creative part. But of course, in the end, you just need to show your results. And clients also want to see what you did and the numbers behind it. And it will help you to find the way in the strategy. So I think that's an important part not to forget. Um, for me, that was like a really valuable insight because I was previously unaware of how important data can actually be within the creative yes, industry. Yes. I always saw myself working in the creative industry in the future. I always thought that that was a career path that I could see myself pursuing specifically yeah, within the field of media design or creative marketing or something in that regard. Um, But I was never really aware of how important data can really be in that. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but for me, data, or especially data analysis, was always something that was quite intimidating to me. Yeah, it was such a struggle for so many students. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was never really aware of how important that can really be, but hearing Charis talk about that really made me realize and get a better understanding of, yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense to also incorporate a data-driven work approach within the field of creative um, work. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, And my second quote was actually by Lisa Audelenfering, who said, there are always changes in the marketing under different levels of marketing activities, so you have to know what the developments are in the trend. So if you want to keep up, you have to take responsibility and take initiative to learn about the new things that are coming. And you can do that by looking at the internet or LinkedIn groups or join workshops or courses. But you have to be open for new things that are coming. Yeah, I think that's just a very good thing to keep in mind that after your study, you're not done with studying, basically, even when you're in the professional field, especially in the field of communications in general or marketing, there are always new developments, technology always improves, there's always new things to keep in mind. So I think it's really important to also keep in mind that you always need to continue improving, continue learning, continue adapting to new changes within the field. And yeah, um, that was something that I think is very good to keep in mind and also realize what and how that can be achieved. Yes. Yeah, for me, 
I often feel a bit overwhelmed because I feel we do not learn a lot of specific theory in our study. It's mm-hmm. a lot about research and about learning skills. And it makes me sometimes a bit afraid of how useful everything I learn is for uh, for the future fields. Mm-hmm. Because I'm afraid if I enter the field that I have no clue what I have to do. And the idea is already stressing me out. Yeah. Uh, but I talked with Esther van der Ven. And she also did the study communication science here at the University of Twente. And she gave me quite a good insight into what she learned from studying communication science here. And also why it was so of use to mm-hmm. her. She said, you learn thinking in a certain way. And you learn to ask the right question to understand something. And you learn a bit of statistics and doing research. And that is very useful. So for her, communication science here was a very good base Mm -hmm. to start from. And she really learned the soft skills that she needed for the job. Yeah. Um, And yeah, as I mentioned, I was a bit scared to enter the work field as well. Because I am afraid I do not know enough to fulfill my job duties well. However, I learned that you don't have to know everything already. Mm-hmm. And that just if you have the right attitude, everyone is willing to help you. As Kim Scholten van Mas told me, I always try to be very open and enthusiastic. And I think if you have the right attitude, that it does not really matter. You can just ask anything you want. So it's really something that I would also like to strive for, to be very open and... Um, entering the field with the right attitudes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a great thing to keep in mind because I believe that a lot of people that are just done with their studies and are entering the their professional field as young professionals are very yeah, intimidated by all the tasks and all the things that they feel they must already know and be good at, um, which are which might include skills that they do not currently have coming from their study. Um, so I think just keeping in mind that you're not expected to already know anything or everything. Yeah. Well, um, and oh. just yeah, just kind of remembering that those are things that you will learn on the job and just showing the right attitude from the beginning is the most important part in that. Yeah, and what were for you like the main parts you got out of the interviews? What were your top findings? Um, I think the first main finding for me is how diverse working in the marketing industry can really be and how diverse your work days are specifically. Um, both of my alumni stated that every day is very different to them and really strongly depends on the projects and the clients that they're currently working with. Um, which I think is something that's very important to keep in mind um, that, yeah, a lot of flexibility and a lot of diversity within the workday or your general work life is something that you definitely need to take into account when working in the marketing industry. Um, secondly, um, the need for organization was something that I was partly aware of, but not how important it really is. Um, Something that was also mentioned to me by both alumni, maybe by yours as well, is that um, really keeping in touch regularly with your coworkers as well as clients in meetings to discuss where everyone's at, make sure everyone's on track, uh, make sure everyone knows what everybody else is yeah, doing. And so just communicating, really, Yeah, really communicating and organizing your work effectively is really important to make um, any organization run smoothly. Um, so yeah, I think that's something that's mm. really important to keep yes, in mind and really not sure. underestimate the important of that importance of that. And the third thing that stood out to me was, yeah, the growing number of possibilities for employees. Um, and the fact that organizations really need to adapt and put more effort into meeting those employees' needs, and they are, uh, and really what that means for us as employees that, yeah, we need to be aware of this and 
realize that we really have the option to select a company that truly meets our needs and really matches our field of interest. Yeah, we shouldn't settle for something that doesn't fit with us because there are so many opportunities. Exactly, and something that was also mentioned by the alumni to me was that that also um, directly impacts your success within the field because if you're doing something that you're truly passionate about, um, you're way more motivated to do it and you get way greater results out of it and of course way more fulfillment as well. So I think that's something that's really important to keep in and mind. that exactly fits with my top finding mm. because I learned from the alumni that you really have to choose a job at a company that you are passionate yeah. about because if you don't like what the company does you will not be motivated enough mm-hmm. to work for it and yeah as you said before there are many opportunities so uh, just explore the field find out what you like um, and also that soft skills are very important I wasn't aware that soft skills were of such high importance mm-hmm. so we are really trained in a way of thinking and that's really valuable in in any company any department Mm -hmm. and lastly with the right attitude as i said before you will get a long way so that's of high importance yeah um and next to the com alumni we also visited a lot of companies which was very valuable Uh, so we will talk a bit about the companies that we visited and what we learned from that on the way company at work yeah so basically um like dominique already said we were able to visit a a number of different companies within multiple professional fields and it really allowed us to get a better idea of the daily tasks and the work environment in general within different professional fields um i think for me it mostly strengthened my belief based on um what type of field i want to get into um for example i visited a company called adwise Um, which is a digital marketing company. And it really showed me that that is a field that I can potentially see myself working in and that there is a very strong interest for me in that field. And just seeing, uh, hearing about the daily tasks in that field and the working environment really showed me that that is something that that does fit my needs quite well, I would say. Um, Another thing that really surprised me is how interesting and important data analysis really is within the field of marketing. I think we both visited the company Little Rocket, yes, uh, which yes. is uh, a company that's yeah works very strongly with data analysis. And like I've already mentioned before, data analysis was always something that I was a little bit scared of in a way because I just had a lot of trouble with yeah, really understanding it. Was very it. struggling for almost right, everyone. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, I didn't really have very high expectations going into that company visit in regards to thinking that that would be something I see myself pursuing. Mm-hmm. Um, But just seeing how the data analysis really is incorporated in a practical sense to solve marketing issues uh, showed me that it can actually be very interesting and uh, yeah, really showed me how important it can really be to incorporate that, which is also something that can be linked back again to my alumni interview, um, where data was also an important part of uh, coming up with findings also in the creative industry. So that once again really showed me that really developing my data analysis skills further can also help me in the marketing industry and in a creative yeah. field. And also something surprising that I found out was that Esther van der Ven, she's a data analyst, but it does not even have to mean you actually work with R mm-hmm. and do all the difficult statistic stuff. You can also just look at the data and work with that, which I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. So you don't always need to go into all that hard work, mm-hmm. even though it can be very uh, valuable. Um, for me, I was mostly surprised by the fact 
that there are so many options in the field of communication. You can do so much. And I I feel that's really amazing. So you can really find something that fits with you. And also you really realize that, for instance, we visited Thales, which was really nice. It's a huge company, but you notice the importance of communication in a company. So they do all technical stuff, which is amazing, but they need the communication Mm -hmm. to function well, to talk with external parties. So it was really nice for me to see the importance of the job, actually. Right, kind of what I also saw in my alumni interviews. Yeah, 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 definitely. And that um, also I saw how flexible a job in communication can be. So you can work in many different departments where your view that you learn through the soft skills can be very valuable. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and what actually stood out to us the most, Marie? Yeah, um, I think we kind of discussed it together. And what really stood out the most was how flexible working conditions actually are these days and how flat the hierarchy within companies are, um, which is something you also mentioned now as well. Um, Yeah, I think within our company visits, we really saw how strongly visible it is that companies are adapting more to the employees' needs and, yeah, the growing options for employees that... Uh, occur through that so um, that's something that really stood out to us yeah how how much more freedom employees have these days to choose the right spot to work and that's really it's a nice prospect for the future yeah definitely at least so next up we actually did uh, a queue sorting uh, which we're going to talk about in the next segment what's new from the queue Yeah, so within this segment, we uh, were tasked with filling out a survey regarding our highest and lowest rated skills by ourselves, as well as people that were very close to us, and just kind of see the overlaps and differences in that regard. Um, So, yeah, we're just going to share our main findings from that. Um, For me... um, There wasn't a relatively high overlap between my perception of my own skills as well as how other other people perceived my skills in regards to what were my best skills and my weakest skills or skills that I do not possess as much yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, there was also a very strong connection between my uh, current skills as well as my perception of what I would need in my future field, which also also shows me that um, I do already possess quite a lot of the skills that are necessary for the future field that I plan to work That's in, really nice, which was yeah. quite nice as well. Um, actually, yeah, there were we, we ended up splitting the different skills within categories, which was the thinking skills, leading skills, matching skills and managing skills. And within all of those fields, my current skills already matched or were actually higher than the skills that I deemed necessary for my future skills, except for one category, which was the managing skills, um, which I do (laughs) still need to improve on. Um, Yeah, which was shown to me through this survey, which is quite good. Um, Dominique, can you tell me a little bit about what your main findings were in that regard? Yeah, um, for me, it's actually a bit the same as you because mm-hmm. my perception also fits a lot with the perception of my close ones. So I'm quite aware of my skills, which is really good and nice, I think. Definitely. I think you need to be aware of what you're capable of. Um, and also the skills, uh, Marie said it before, the managing skills, thinking skills, leading skills, etc. They are balancing each other out quite well. Mm-hmm. So in most of them, I'm just okay, I possess the skills. I possess all of them. Uh, So they balance each other out quite well. However, 
Marie, we also bumped into some surprises during the queue sorting process. Um, Marie, what was your biggest yeah. surprise? Um, for me, my biggest surprise was actually that, well, I ranked both of the abilities to be decisive as well as persuasive relatively high for myself because I thought that those were things that I was quite good at but was actually surprised that quite a lot of the participants uh, ranked them much lower which showed me that um, while I might perceive them to be quite high other people don't which can be an indication that maybe I still need to improve in that regard yeah. and yeah work further to become better in that um, yeah which is really something I, I saw through this process and I wasn't really aware of before. Yeah. What about you, Dominique? Well, for me, it's actually, yeah, is that all my close ones seem to agree that I'm chaotic. <laughs> and I am aware of myself that I am chaotic, but that every single one that filled in my survey agreed as well that I'm chaotic. That was a bit uh, a bit sad for me and shows me that I really need to work on that skill because I cannot be chaotic in the professional mm. field, in my opinion. But then that's good to be aware of that and now have the option to actively work on that since that's something that other people seem to perceive quite strongly as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, now, of course, the queue sorting, um, yeah, we gain a good view because of the good queue sorting of our skills and mm. also the skills that are needed for our future career. Um, Marie, how did the queue sorting affect your plans in regards to our future? Um, I think for me, since there was quite a high overlap overall, it's generally really boosted my confidence in my decision to pursue the career that I'm planning on pursuing. Um, yeah, it's also really shown me the things that I still need to work on as well, which is quite great as well. So now I feel like I have a stronger sense of yeah, idea what are my strong suits, what are things I still need to improve on and how can I best improve those skills in order to get to the professional field yes. that I want to get to and be best equipped for a start in that career. Mm, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree on you. I feel you are better prepared now. And as I said before, I was a bit insecure about entering the professional field. Mm -hmm. And now I also know that my skills fit with my future career mm -hmm. path. So it really gives me confidence that I made the right choice choose a choice and then i'm on the on the good way yeah yes um and we also realized that it can be very valuable to do a master and we heard from the alumni that most of them also did a master mm -hmm. and it was very valuable to us to them so we will talk a bit about that as well avoid a disaster do the master yeah so just kind of to start off by talking about our original plan before the module. Um, for me, I actually really thought about doing a master in communication design or something in that regard, definitely something in the creative design field in some mm -hmm. way. Um, or I was also thinking about maybe straight away looking for a job within the area of creative marketing, digital marketing, something in that regard. Um, what about you? What were your original plans? Well, the funny thing is that I just like to study communication science. Mm -hmm. I like the media. I like everything with communication, but I had no plan. Okay. No clue. So I needed this module. I really needed it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's great. Then then you really were able to get a better idea. I hope so, at least. Yes. So and you had a plan before, of course. Did this right. model change your plan in any regard? It actually has, yeah. Um, something that I've become aware through this module, but also through external research, was that um, 
I've become aware that I am missing a bit of the hard skills for a master in communication design since there are quite strict requirements in regard to the skills you need to have, the hard skills you need to have, so software skills, stuff like that. Um, and the same kind of went for jobs within the field that I wanted to enter to, which was kind of working as a junior art director, junior creative, something in that regard. Um, and yeah, just applying to entry positions in that um, regard just wouldn't make a lot of sense just because there are certain hard skill requirements which I do not fulfill yet at this point which is why I actually came to the conclusion to do a second uh, dual bachelor's degree in which I will be um, studying media design but also at the same time already work within the field of media design um, uh, however, I still consider my degree in communication science as a really beneficial background for my future career, because what you've already said earlier yeah. through your alumni interviews as well is it really teaches you a specific way of strategic thinking um, and a way of data-driven thinking, which is highly valuable also in the creative industry, which is something I've learned through my alumni interview. Yeah. Um, so I think just using that as a background to further advance in my career as a um, media designer is really, really valuable and really might give me a head start compared to other um, yeah, competitors. Yeah, definitely. I think that's really nice to hear. For me, it was mostly that it made me aware of the many possibilities I would have after my studies. I like to be very flexible. I like to travel. And it really showed me that mm -hmm. I can work in a lot of places. I can even start my own company. Mm -hmm. So there are many opportunities in the field. Uh, yeah, and also, as I said before, the flexibility. Um, the companies nowadays are very open, open for new ideas. If you want to work hybrid, for instance, it would be possible in many mm -hmm. cases. And it did make me realize that I want to do a master yeah. to uh, dig a bit deeper in certain fields and really discover what I like. For now, I really like the intercultural communication parts, mm -hmm. but I want to discover further if that's um, something that has a future for me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and then... We still have the takeaway of the day uh, because we learned a lot and we want also, especially for future students, um, tell you like what we learned and maybe you can do something Gain with some that. insight from that, yeah. Exactly. Takeaway of the day. Yes, so the takeaway of the day is soft skills are way more important than hard skills. Mm -hmm. Your motivation counts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, through that, I hope you definitely gained a bit of insight into our perspective as well as our experience as communication science students. And um, we really feel like with the last module, Comet Work, uh, it's really enabled us to get a better understanding of the professional fields that are available to us with our degree and also help us to determine what field might best suit us based on our skill set as well as interests. Um, yeah, so we really hope that listeners were able to get a better idea of what the Bachelor in Communication Science at the University of Twente has to offer and maybe also gain some inspiration about your own future plans. Um, we also want to take a minute to thank communication science staff and alumni and anybody else um, with an interest in the field of communication science for listening. And yeah, we hope that you were able to gain some insight into our experience with the program communication science, but also specifically the module COM at work. Um, for more information about the University of Twente and also about the study program communication science in particular, um, we've provided listeners with a link to the university's website in the show notes. 
And within those show notes, we've also provided our student emails from me as well as Dominique. Yeah. So for anyone who has any more questions, um, we are, you're welcome to reach out to us. Um, yeah, we're more than willing to help. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So with any questions, regards, uh, anything that we might be able to help you with, we're happy to help you. So please let us know. Um, again, thank you so much for listening and we wish you a great day. Have a nice day.